So my name's Cathy and I'm actually a professional archaeologist and I work for a conservation charity locally. I do all sorts of things as part of my job but a lot of it coincides with going out in nature even if that's to look at historic sites. I spend a lot of time going out on my own or with my husband to walk locally. And sometimes we're looking at trees because um, he's interested in trees and nature generally. And sometimes we're combining nature with, um, uh, you know, historic features that I'm, I'm interested in. There's this thing called the five ways to well-being and you smashed out at least a couple of them right there. Uh, one of them being, one. being, being active, having a connection yeah. and talking to people. Um, uh, ha having a chat with new people um, uh, and um, learning new things and uh, taking notice of stuff around you. I wasn't formally aware of that but it sort of all made sense to me really because I did find that you know I was furloughed for quite a lot of months and one of the ways I coped was just to go out walking and I didn't really think about it that that it was sort of helping me but I think it really was so I think it is yeah it's a it's a very good way of looking after yourself. A little bit of physical exercise just sets off a load of happy chemicals in human beings so you get a little bit of a rush of those positive chemicals um, as well as the health, physical health benefits of, of a bit of exercise. Yes I think I do quite a lot of the things that that were being mentioned and then uh, then I was able to you know implement other things as well while I, uh, at the same time so it was a really useful exercise it was really interesting to take part in the in the walk so uh, we're going to walk up this road and then we're going to make a right so the route that we did encompassed looking at historic buildings there's a number of historic buildings in better sequoid and features such as the old bridges that cross the rivers there's some wonderful woodlands where you can see the river going through the village as well. You can do a walk along the river around the golf course that gives you a nice little circular walk and that was one that I've done on my own um, but on the route that we were doing we were able to look at trees and birds and then you know of interest to me as well we were looking at some old mining remains up in the forestry so it was a it was a huge variety and it really got people talking about different things and sharing their experiences as well as we were walking along. Okay, so I just thought it was worth just stopping to mention the bridge because it's one of the one of the earliest features in the in the village. There's um, an old bridge, uh, Pontepire Bridge, which crosses the river. I mean, that's it's where a number of rivers meet. And so, you know, being able to sort of get from one side to the other was quite important, kept the place connected. It appears on quite early maps so that we know it, it's a really old part of the village and some of the maps there are very few houses but there are there, the bridges are there already and it, this one's protected the one that we were looking at is protected by the historic monuments people Cadu and people just you know don't realize it's so old and, and so special I, I'm, I'm obviously quite interested in that but sometimes when you're crossing that bridge, if you go at the right time, you can see there are salmon in that river and you can see them leaping up the, up the river if you happen to be there at the right time. <laughs> So there's an old church, it's no longer a practicing church, but it's probably the oldest building in the village, or one of the oldest, and it probably dates back to the 1300s, uh, so medieval, and, and even the site that it's on may be even older than that. 
So it's a very simple building, but very peaceful and, and wonderful to visit, both for learning about the history, but also if you just want to go and sit somewhere quiet for a little while, it has that purpose as well. It's called St Michael's Church or St Michael's Old Church because it's it's now looked after by a trust rather than a practicing church and parts of it date to the 1300s with an addition in the sort of 1840s. So that ties in with Better Sequoid being a place where people wanted to visit as part it became part of what's known as the Grand Tour. So this was the the sort of uh, well-to-do people traveling about and it was one of the places they visit partly for the beautiful scenery but also to paint the beautiful scenery and so it was it's one of these places that's known as a, an artist colony and there are quite a lot of paintings that appear of in particular St Michael's Church you know at Better Sequoid uh, that were done at that period later on the church became sort of slightly separated from the village by the railway line that was put in and so it, it sort of then became a sort of a less of a focus because a they also built a bigger church in the main part of the village that's mary's church which is also worth a visit that's a, a later victorian church whereas st michael's although it's got these, these medieval origins it was extended a little bit in the early victorian period so it's got a funny a bit that sticks out on one side that makes it look a bit odd. <laughs> but, you know, it's interesting to read the development of the building. So that extension came about in relation to the, the artist colony and people, because they were also big churchgoers and it was quite small, so they wanted to make it a bit bigger. And that's how that came about before they then built a much bigger church and the, other, and the little one that Michael's got cut off from the rest of the village by the railway line. I'm one of the sort of committee members and trustees for the Friends of St Michael's Church and we um, look after it and raise funds for its upkeep. So I've been there today to unlock it so that people can go in and I'll have to go and lock it up again on my way home. So we leave it open so that people can go and learn about its history. Do people still paint it? They don't, but they do photograph it quite a lot. It, it, it comes up on photographs. Uh, yeah, we've moved to a sort of slightly different medium, haven't we, for capturing images and photographs are now the thing. Um, one of our former committee members, who sadly now passed away, she, she painted it for us, and we use her painting as, um, as a you know, postcard. We have a, a, a print of it that we sell as a postcard. So, yeah, so it has been painted relatively recently, but um, not as much as it used to be, yeah. My garden is an inorganic where we were walking, there were quite a lot of conifers, but you could see little pockets of, of the deciduous trees, of the, uh, the more natural trees. So I would hope that they would, you know, allow them to regenerate as they take the productive trees out. But around Batisicoid, you know, it is very much known for its oak woodlands further south. We're in a special area for oak woodlands, so there's a lot of fantastic trees and woodlands in the area that you can you can go and visit and, and walk in. We were walking up through some forestry which is known to contain mining adits to do with lead mining. We couldn't really see the, the, the adits. The adit, an adit is where you would actually get into the where you would do the mining and so it's a sort of a hole in the ground effectively, a tunnel going into the into where you're gonna extract the minerals from. 
Um, but what we did see was the remains of a processing building. So they were both extracting the ore and then crushing it in some way so that it could then be carted off to be smelted or melted down. And so there was a remains of a big building, sort of all hidden in undergrowth and trees and with everything gone, really. But, you know, that's where it was. And it, it helped you just imagine that there would have been a lot of people working in these, what were now quite, you know, quiet woodlands back in the day. So, yeah, there'd have been people, there'd have been the miners, you know, coming backwards and forwards with the ore. And there would have been people operating the crushers in the processing areas as well. So there would have been a lot of people. And they would have had to have walked up there every day as well. They weren't, I don't think they were living up there. They'd have been living down in the village. You know, it's partly what the village came about was for, for some of the smaller housing. I know there's quite a lot of grand housing in Betisakoid, but some of the little rows of cottages would probably have been for the miners. So, yeah, so there's quite a lot to think about what was going on in the past in Betisakoid through just looking at these old remains in the woodland. So the, the building itself, so this bit is the, the earliest bit. It's really, really rewarding, um, particularly when you tell somebody um, something that they really didn't know before and it opens up their thinking to, you know, thinking about a place and, and what it really means and how people lived there is very enjoyable. Um, and particularly, you know, that th that sort of thing where people can interact with you and you get more of a discussion going rather than, um, you know, sort of spouting lots of facts and figures. It's just nice that it's more of a, a chat about somewhere rather than a, you know, a very formal presentation, as it were. It encourages the curiosity. Right? Yeah, it does. In, in, uh, you know, it's. Uh, I really like it when people ask questions because that sort of reminds me of what I might have said about a place. You know, when when people ask questions, it it prompts my thinking as well as theirs. I think connecting with nature just. I mean, certainly they say with walking, you know, uh, there's a, almost a chemical thing that goes on, isn't there, um, physiologically. I know from my own experience that, uh, you know, you feel so much better when you've been out in the fresh air and looked at something new and learned something new and just, uh, you know, been away from the sort of stresses and strains of uh, being in an office or whatever it is that you do normally. <laughs>